welcome to the Pure Gasmic Love Podcast, a sex-positive space for mature audiences only. Tune in for intimate conversations surrounding a range of topics related to relationships, sex, and holistic wellness. All the growing pains and orgasmic pleasures are presented uncensored in an open, honest, and vulnerable way. Let's dance together in orgasmic energy to expand your sexual pleasures and enhance that orgasmic life you were born to live. Get comfy and allow your body to relax in connection with me, Dragonfly, for the orgasmic pleasures you're about to experience. <laughs> oh, such a great song. It is a good song. That is Home Soon by Dope Lemon. God, okay, that. now I feel like I'm a radio announcer. Right? I was like, that was very, like, <laughs> W, whatever. The <laughs> <laughs> radio voice on and everything. Uh, yeah. No, that's a great song. Great video. Yes. Love that video. So we will link that in the show notes. So everyone yeah. go check out that video. So Welcome. Hi, loves. What's up? It fills me with tingles that you are here with both of us today. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about words and how you use them. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, words. Ooh, I got to set the timer. Trying to be mindful of time on the podcast. We are trying to stay <laughs> within 30 minutes because we got feedback saying it's awesome to have the podcast to listen to to and from work. And the average distance is what, like 12, 15 minutes or actually about or 30 average, it's like, yeah, for one way minutes, and then they like, get to it, right? Yeah. And then somebody else said that feedback was awesome because somebody else said, I listen to it on my lunch hour yep. or at the gym when I work out and I work out for 30 minutes. So right. it sounded like a good idea to us. Yeah. So we're going to try And we to tend to that. get off track. We do. It, we kind of wander. Given, we wander <laughs> the path. Given us a uh, given us a time frame is probably not a bad idea. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> true. True. Very true. So, ah, so that was dope lemon, yeah. and we're gonna link that in the show notes, like you said. Yep. I'm just repeating myself. Repeating awesome. you. Repeater. Great song. Peter. Repeater. You know, when I was growing up, I used to think the saying "Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater" was so funny because. Of the little Peter. <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. It's another one of those fun body part nicknames is the same as a name. Right. Thing. Dick. Yep. Hmm. What What other ones are there? I don't know. Those are the only two I could think of. Oh, we totally have <laughs> to do an episode on the cuss words. We got to do that. Yeah, that was a good show. So we'll do that on... Okay, so let's actually get to this episode, which are words and how you use them. All right. Okay, so there is something that most recently I have challenged myself because I really feel like it's important for us to challenge our words. You know, words matter. They do. And how you deliver those words matter. Words you use relay your thoughts and how you feel, like literally. Mm -hmm. And not only to others but to yourself as well. And we don't always think about that. So I want to talk about that a little mm -hmm. bit. And the way we say things is just important as how we say them. 
Yeah. Do you agree with I that? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Well, because you can inspire people with words. You can motivate people with words. You can heal people with words. You can arouse. You can seduce. But you can also dismiss, trigger, and really damage using words, right? Absolutely. So words are pretty fucking important. Absolutely. And so from my perspective, which is the only one I have, uh, <laughs> I'm an expert in my own opinion. I forgot who said that first, but I'm stealing it's so it. So true, um, right? <laughs> so what are words fundamentally? It's a sound we make with our mouth. Like the only th the only reason words have any effect on us at all is because we give them meaning. Mm -hmm. We that literally the definition. Otherwise, it's just sounds nonsense, like baby noises. You know, uh, oh, no, 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 exactly, no. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> we're just making sound and. and the proof of that is look at all the different languages. We can all communicate the same things with different sounds coming out of our faces, right? So the fact that we put meaning on these sounds is its literally what makes them what they are. Therefore, the meaning and how we feel about those words is huge because it's kind of the defining characteristic of them. So, yeah, and and... Words are so tricky because some people, your example, which we've both been working on, which. Well, this is, is something I have to, I have to pause okay. you for just a second before you. Okay. This is something that in our current world mm. is really relevant. And also mm -hmm. in my world of what I do in sexology and working with gender and, and, you know, working not only with what our gender, our, our sex of gender is, but working with our sexuality and working with body parts and having trans people in the world and thank goodness they're able to come out and say and live their truth mm -hmm. and who they are and women speaking up for themselves and giving themselves power and empowering other mm -hmm. women to do the same and you know having amazing people like you as an ally to support all of us doing this we have to challenge the words that we're saying and one thing that i grew up saying that i always thought was a midwest thing was you guys like I always said, you guys, mm -hmm. like I did it's just built in. And then I started realizing maybe it's not just like non-harmful or non-triggering. And it's just like, well, you guys, maybe it's actually built into our fabric because it has been a male-dominated world. Absolutely. And now that doesn't feel so good because I have my voice. I am an right. independent, strong woman, and I want to be recognized as who I am. Not to say I horribly get offended by if somebody says, because I hear all the time. We realize it being aware now. <laughs> everybody says it. It's like when you're thinking about buying a particular color car, and all of a sudden you see them everywhere. It's not that there's any more of them. It's that you're aware that they're there, you so you notice them. So once you go, I, I want to change this one word, all of a sudden you hear everybody using it. <laughs> Like it just pops out. And the guys thing is a perfect example because I'm the same way. I've said that my entire life, right? It's just a common slang term. It means a group of people. In I have never. We thought it we meant thought, a group well, of people. And that's what I was just. That's what everybody uses it for. Right. If you see more than one person, you say, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Right. What's up, guys? And so what was my response now? You're like. Hey, gals. Gals. Yep. So <laughs> it. 
And I think that where we fall is probably the majority of people on this topic, which is, but I don't mean it as guys, as men. That's not, when I see a group of people, I'm not classifying them all as guys, as men, right? That That's not how any of us are using it. However, if you stop and think about the word for a minute, it is a male word. It yeah. does refer to men. It's become a slang term for groups because it came out of a society that was kind of male dominated. Kind no, of not very. Kinda. It is. I mean, very like... male dominated. Like as soon as I said that, I was like, no, there's no kind of about that. So it came out of that. So yeah, we grew up with it, not thinking anything of it. But that doesn't mean it's still the best word to use. Uh, and for me, that was hard. Like, and there's there's part of me that still in in it's much more you fall into this stuff much quicker than I do. But I'm like, but that, but I'm not saying. And you're like, it doesn't matter if somebody takes it that way, right? And you can't be held responsible for how everybody's taking things, right? No. It's our own responsibility to yeah. look at ourselves and how we're responding to people and why we're mm -hmm. responding that way. But when I think about you guys. I get a visual of a bunch of men sitting in a boardroom or a bunch of men in a room in a group right. addressing you guys. If I was in a group, now, I guess this is the question. If you were in a group, we were in a seminar, and it was just all female bodies, all Volvo owners, mm -hmm. right? They were all sitting in a group. Would you still address them as, welcome, you guys? Would you? Probably. Would you? you would. Probably because, okay, because you just see it as two, a group of well, people. No. Two different answers to that question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is this a I walk in and I'm prepared to address them? Or is this I walk in and there happens to be a group full of women there that I didn't realize were standing there? Because if I'm thinking okay. about it, I tend to use the word ladies. I you like do. the word ladies. You do. Because it's, in my opinion, very inoffensive. Nobody okay. gets upset for being called a lady, right? Of the somebody female. may, okay, but right. I, but it's you can't, I'm not calling right. them a bunch of girls. Right. I know uh, you know women. Who are like I'm a grown ass woman. Don't call me a girl, right? It's <laughs> right. like don't call me a boy. It's um, polite. Right. It has been seen ladies, as a polite absolutely. word. Absolutely, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, like it's mm -hmm. a very. So I, if I was prepared, I would come in and go, oh hi, ladies. If I wasn't, if I walked around the corner and it was just a group of women, I'm like, oh hey guys, like it. It's my go to. <laughs> It's the thing I say, which is why this deprogramming of myself has is is been so hard, and very fulfilling actually. Like it's it's. Let's not get into that okay. quite yet. Make okay. a note that we need to get there, right? <laughs> so, I started doing this a bit back and didn't say anything. I mm -hmm. just noticed that I was using that verbiage, and I really didn't like it because I kind of felt there's something in me that kind of felt uh. Eh. Well, it's not just a bunch of guys here. Like, we hear it all the time. Mm -hmm. We take a walk every morning. Um, lately, it's been chilly in the morning, so I'm not getting naked. I figured out my <laughs> my naked temperature is, so well, we I thought 70. But the other day, it was 68 when we walked out, and I was naked, and I was mm -hmm. fine. And it d definitely depends on the sun. Like, that's a huge dependent sun, thing wind. for me. Right, sun yeah. and wind. So we walk around, and we say hi to everybody, and there's a lot of active people in our community, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But they always address, hey guys. Hey guys. And the other day we met somebody new mm -hmm. that just um, moved in. And uh, I was standing out there and it was actually 
it was our oldest daughter. Mm -hmm. She was over and we were standing out there and we were talking to him. We were talking about cats and how sweet cuddly they are and how his is not that sweet and cuddly. (laughs) And so as he was leaving, he said, bye guys, see you later. And I go, and then, and I didn't say anything. And he goes, uh, gals or ladies or like, he, he said he, he corrected himself corrected immediately himself. corrected himself and i said see and i, t- I told her i said see he he's doing he's it too like it too. he's working on it too and i just the fact that people are looking at the verbiage that they're using the mm-hmm. words that they're using mm-hmm. now like i said before can you walk around and be like well if i say this i'm gonna fucking offend somebody i just said fucking for the fucking fun of it <laughs> i need to save that for the cuss words podcast episode but no matter what you do at some point you're going to offend somebody you're you're going to but using words out of malice or knowing now having the awareness about how words are can seriously damage Mm -hmm. right just being aware of that i think is important and it made me feel really good as somebody that is aware of this that i heard another person identifies as a as a male Mm -hmm to correct his verbiage when he realized that he did that. Right. That just felt really good. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that for me, it's... Again, so thank you, T, if yeah. you're listening. I don't know if you're listening. I don't know if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> but for me, it's my catch, and I think this is true for a lot of people, is the when you start talking about changing your language and, and trying to you know be less offensive or, or, you know, people are like, but I'm not. I'm, I I don't say words in malice. I don't, and, and I'm one of those people. I've never, I've never sworn at anyone in anger, like to their face. Like I am just mm. not an, I, I'm not an angry malice. I don't use words to hurt intentionally. Person. I had to think about that. And I've never, ever in the whole, like we've been together a long ass time, over two decades now. Uh, yeah, I've never. Yeah, I just I'm not a I no. don't say things no. in malice. I don't. I it's just not who I am. So when people are it's like, oh, you got it. You have to watch your <laughs> language. I'm like, but I don't like. I'm not the person you need to worry about, right? right. What it is is, and if you've pointed this out, is a lot of the catchphrases and the things we say and the stuff that we grew up with. Oh my God, some of the sayings that we picked up from our grandparents. Are when you're like, where do those come horrible. from? And then you look at them and you're like. We say this all the time, like that's. My mom so. used to say "skinny cat" when right. she used to take your shirt when your shirt off, like right. "skinny cat." Well, that's a, a common one. There's more than one way to skin a cat. That means there's more than one way to do things. Right. Well, that's, that's horrible. Right. Like, why and would that, you want to skin a cat? Right. But some of the stuff, you know, is is racial based or mm-hmm. gender based or you know these things that profession based. We, right. That we don't think about. We just say them because, well, my grandpa used to say it and you say it all the time. And you're like, oh, grandpa might have been a racist. Get it. Got it. Right. (laughs) Or maybe he, maybe it was two generations before him that he picked it up from. So it's not that you're intentionally trying to hurt people and you need to fix it. It's you may be unintentionally bringing things up for people because you're using language that you didn't even realize you're using. That's the big part of it for me was Mm -hmm. just the awareness. It's. Once you're aware of something, you can make a decision. Do I want to use this or not? Uh, but most people aren't. I wasn't. You're like, do you realize how many times you call groups of women and guys together guys? I'm like, 
probably all the freaking time because I don't think about it. So it for me, that awareness piece is really where it all starts, obviously. Of course. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm glad you but, you... I am glad you took my feedback and you really looked at yourself and challenged that and went like, wow, okay, well, she's pointing it out all the time. And then whenever you do it, I'm like, what are you, I, I can't. Right. You, if I say, hey, guys, you'll be like both, both folks. folks. Like you'll just throw in a different like word. And I'll be like, oh, right. Sorry. Like, and hopefully I'm getting better. I, you are. You know, and you know I'm what? Sometimes it. occasionally I slip up too. And it's not that we're, we're not fucking perfect. Yeah. It's not going to be that way. Nope. We're going to mess up, but it's in the moment recognizing that, ooh, and then I immediately switch it up, kind of like T did when he walked away from talking right. to us. You didn't catch him. He caught himself. He caught himself, mm -hmm. and he really, and he, and he did that, and I think that is the important part that we have to see, mm -hmm. is we're going to mess up. Like, mm -hmm. Absolutely. human nature. It happens, you and know. If you can't, if you're trying, the people that you may accidentally upset are going to be much less upset. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I, I think mean, I, we, we yeah. have, we have you know, trans friends that are very close to us that we see on a regular basis people will, you know, use the wrong pronoun. The wrong pronoun. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, <laughs> and and the ones who go, oh, sorry, he, or or immediately they're like, or not she. a big deal. Yeah, not yeah. a big deal. Like, it's yeah. just thank you for Thank you for, for trying, trying. And, and doing that, especially if they've, you've known them for a while kind of thing. So it's – it is try, and it takes away a lot of the pressure, right? Like it's, and I will admit – I does. will admit some of the ones I've said, and you're like, you probably shouldn't say that. I'm like, but it's so funny. Like, this is – But and then, maybe it's so, not. There were like... a couple of phrases I was I had a hard time giving up, but I did. I did because I, I see your point. I do. Um some of those are really ingrained in there, man. They are, and it's and it and it is. So it does take effort. It really. And I just really called does. you man. Do you realize I just did that? I said, those are really ingrained, man. No, I didn't know you were calling me man. I just I said it, and it felt like it. I was saying it. But I didn't anyway, take it as again, you saying it. That was a. I, I, I'm pointing it out to myself, and I have. I you got your boobies out, and, and well, right, you're completely naked, and my vulva is right here, and you can see that. Just look down. No, look I, down. I, I, mm -hmm. I can't do that too much because I need to pay attention. <laughs> but just pointing out that I use gender-specific term unintentionally. It, so it happens because we are – that's just part of it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that we can't be aware of it mm -hmm. and, and change it to things that are more inclusive to everyone. Absolutely. You know, And, again, you're going to mess up. Yep. You know, the thing about – I just actually, this was part of the fundamentals of communication playlist in the membership. And I talked specifically about words and how we use them, gave examples and gave ideas on how to shift that. And it's not only about these kinds of things. It's, it's communication with your partner. It's communication mm -hmm. with the people around you. And we always think about like what plays a part in when we say we're asking for something that we we really desire well what plays a part in that what plays a part in communication along with the words we don't think about um the words we choose always and how those are going to affect others right mm -hmm. we don't always realize the tone we're using mm. that can be significant and the timing and if those were three things that if you said what are some things I could do like right now to help my communication with my partner? It would be those being aware of the words you're choosing, 
being aware of the tone you're using that's a big one because I know it has been for us. That's right? a huge How I say one. it. It's, oh, it's yeah. not always what I say. It's like it's how, how I'm say saying it. it. Absolutely. And then the timing, like when mm-hmm. you're choosing to talk about things and use these words. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we don't always think about as well because I, we kind of cut off on the guys thing, which is something real right now. It right? is. And, it, and I think it's a good example of all of this stuff. Like it's just, you have to pay attention. You have to be aware. And, and a simple thing like that is a great place to start because some of this stuff's harder. Like, it is. <laughs> but what's also going to start happening yeah. is you're going to start becoming aware of not just the things that you and I are talking back and forth in our communication, but the world around you. Like, mm-hmm. I think we... We all have a sense that we're like minimal in this world, that we don't make a difference. But collectively, we make a huge difference. And it's kind of like we're a pebble in each pond and we all make a ripple. And so we all affect one another and words are part of that ripple. So if we can start challenging the words that we are using, not only with each other but how we're using them for ourselves because that that impact starts with you oh i hit something right there (laughs) we don't think about if we yeah when you think about the language you use nobody thinks about self-talk no you think about the voice the sound you're making with your face right like we talked about you do (laughs) your face your face (laughs) by the way (laughs) e's phone he named your face so we have a speaker that... Only, only because of oh, our speakers. So the only reason hilarious. I named it this. When you hook it, when you connect your phone wirelessly to the speaker, it says connected, connected to, to your face. Your right. So now <laughs> it says connected to your face, which I put on there because I thought it was funny. It was hilarious. It's been two years. It's I cannot believe still it's on, been there on there because it still makes me laugh every time. That is or if funny. I unhook it, it's disconnected from your face. <laughs> Or your face disconnected. Disconnected, right. <laughs> so that's funny. Anyway. So just a little inside. <sighs> so when I was learning to challenge words and how I was saying things, I was thinking to myself, well, that's cuss words. That's all of these. That's that's this. That's that. Oh, but hold on a second. It's the words I use towards myself as well. For instance, I can get really frustrated. Perfection is something that I have worked on a mm-hmm. long time. And we'll have to talk about that on another. That would be a great podcast, yeah. right? Because I yeah, think a lot of people struggle with that. that. Yeah, a big one. And when I wouldn't do something perfect, right? I wouldn't do something right, perfect. I get really aggravated and really turn some harsh shit in towards myself like you fucking stupid idiot why -hmm. would you ever do that like didn't you think first like what is wrong with you okay let's just dissect that for a second that's horrible right you wouldn't say that to anybody else no out loud right like (laughs) no and when i start this like in in for myself And when I teach other people how to start doing this, it's like, would you tell your little dragonfly self that? Would you tell a one-year-old little dragonfly? You fucking stupid idiot. Why would you ever do that? Why would you? No, you would not. 
well you shouldn't so if you <laughs> do stop because that's not okay right right but why would i tell myself that what mm-hmm. makes it okay to talk to myself with those words and in that tone right it's not okay for me to do that to you so why would i consistently do this to myself and then i start believing that there's then the problem you literally start believing that about yourself. I literally believe now that I'm stupid and I'm incapable. And oh my gosh, that whole thing just trickles down into every part of your life. Right. And it starts to take over and it's debilitating then. So then it feeds all those other monsters that are going on, like my perfection monster, right? Exactly. So it's just a huge cycle. Mm-hmm. So I think really thinking about your self-negative talk that you're doing mm-hmm. and replace it with positive really replace that you know instead and be compassionate when you're replacing it compassion's a part of everything is how i feel like empathy and (laughs) compassion hold hands walking in the moonlight um turning that around and saying ah i messed up and that really sucks right i'm new at this i'm gonna mess up learning right i'm learning it'll get better it'll Mm -hmm. get easier the feeling I have, even after saying that just now, is so much different on my whole being mm-hmm. versus telling myself that. And I know this is something that you've you've worked with too. Oh man! So right? Yeah, for me, it and it's interesting when you we're talking about this because I just talked about this with a client uh, a few days ago. Uh, for me, it wasn't so much replace negative self-talk with positive self-talk. It was shift from, again, the language I was using. I like the word jackass for myself because sometimes I do jackass things. I use it no, all the time. No, I you don't like it. when you say that. But for me, it's the difference of that was a jackass decision that I made. And I'm a jackass. Those are two different things. And we were talking about this in relation to uh, he's one of my my nutrition clients and he's doing carnivore and he's doing awesome and, you know, feeling great and doing all this stuff. And he had something come up in his life and was stressed out and did some some comfort eating. And one binge session really just kind of fell off the wagon. Right. Epically fell off the wagon. But hold on a second. What did he actually binge with? That that's what I'm curious about. Like, what did he binge with? Can you tell me? Ice what cream. He ate? Yeah. He, Ice cream. Yeah. He just had it one time. Like yeah, just a giant like half a gallon, <laughs> or like a half of a half a gallon. So I guess a okay. quarter of a gallon of okay. ice cream. But he picked really good ice cream, so I told him it was fine. <laughs> Uh, if you're going to do it, <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate. I mean, come on, man. Right. So. But are you serious? Is that okay to do if you're a carnivore? Well, no. okay is a tricky word. Um, it, again, I, I don't. All decisions have, you know, have consequences. So, and that's that's what we're talking about, because he's like, "I'm such an idiot, I did this to myself." And I said, "No, maybe that wasn't the best decision nutritionally. Was it the right decision stress-wise? Maybe. Maybe your day deserved a quarter of a gallon of ice cream. I don't know. Like, I wasn't in your shoes that day, but, but I. And so I saw him see the difference of I'm an idiot versus." that was an idiot decision and for me the difference in feeling even though they're both negative they're both like i haven't gotten to positive with those yet but it's better because guess what i can make a non-idiot decision next time 
if I am an idiot, I don't have a chance. I can't change it. I'm an idiot, right? If I'm stupid, if I'm mm-hmm. incapable, if I'm mm-hmm. unlovable, if I'm all of those things that, you know, we talk to ourselves about, then you can't change that. You're stuck. Where if it's like, oh, well, that was a bad decision from a nutritional standpoint. Okay, what can I do next time that would be a better decision and prepare for that? You can you can move on from there. You're not stuck. So for someone who was really, really mean to themselves in their own head for a really long time, mm. uh, that was the first shift was, oh, wait, maybe I'm not this. Maybe I'm just repeatedly making the same bad decisions, which... <laughs> Which when you're which is st- horrible, right. but, but when it, you're but you stuck are not, thinking you right. are that, you're gonna how keep else are you going to make any decision, other decision, right? right? So that was my first shift was from there to, oh, no, I'm just making this decision over and over again. Well, I should stop doing that. And things started to change. So then you can start going, oh, I'm not an idiot. I'm learning. Oh, I'm, this is a new thing. And But for me, I had to start real, I had to go real deep and shift that negative to a little less of a negative, (laughs) right? And work my way up. Um, But it's been, it's been fantastic. I'm so glad that you, that was your experience and Mm -hmm. that you, that you walk the path. Like you really, and you, you, was this like an ongoing, like for you, was this an ongoing practice? Like you really had to be aware of it. Okay. I'm still doing it. Absolutely. I'm aware of it all the time. I'm still not very nice to myself most of the time in my own head. But it's so much better than it used to be. Okay, then it's just gonna keep like, getting <laughs> right, better because right. you keep you keep Absolutely. practicing, you keep mm-hmm. using it. So there was something that we were gonna pause on. I want to bring it back because okay. I definitely want to hold the time. Yep. Uh, is that what has this done for you? Like being aware of your words. Like how is this? The, it's weird because in a roundabout way, sitting here thinking about it, it all comes back to this kind of confidence conversation mm-hmm. because being knowing that I'm using feeling better about the language I'm using to other people feeling you know especially in the community we're in we're in a very diverse community Mm -hmm. and the possibility of me saying something stupid and offending people is is there right I mean (laughs) if you're listening I'm I'm be compassionate I'm just a big monkey I'm learning uh so we all are (laughs) but you know, that confidence of, no, I've been working on it. And knowing because I'm working on it, it's okay if I screw up. That that takes a lot of that pressure off. Yeah. But then the confidence that comes with this new inner monologue, this new, you know, has kind of fueled everything else. So it's, it, I mean, the word life-changing, like that, it seems kind of pompous or whatever, but it really, no, I feel I like my life is very different now than it was even two, three years ago because of this type of work, because of being aware of what I'm saying to myself, what I'm saying to others, how I'm interacting with others, all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. That's a huge part of it. Yeah, and I would like to piggyback on the confidence and in interacting with others and just feeling good inside. Mm-hmm. I am a happier person because I challenge mm. these things about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I want to add that it hasn't felt good. Like, like I'm like, oh, my gosh, you've been saying that. And how many, like, oh, okay. It's okay. <laughs> now you're going forward, right. you know. And right. it does. It feels really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you with you and I, 
it's something on the regular that I do challenge as well. And so I want to continue doing that Absolutely. with you and with myself Absolutely. and being mindful of the words I'm choosing with you and my tone of how I'm using them mm -hmm. and the timing that that I'm honoring for both of us. Absolutely. So Absolutely. thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Remember, it's easy to blame your partner, but communication issues are often a two-way street. You are responsible for your happiness so how you say things and the words you choose impact your happiness and your partner's happiness as well. And everyone around you. So choose wisely. <laughs> ah, members, thank you for staying. Yay. Oh, so I think we did. Oh, we did so good on the time. I know. We were like at 30. And I think we said yeah. we needed to stop at 28, really. Yeah, but I but think we're going to cut a little 30? off the beginning. So I think we're good. Yay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Members. How you doing in the membership site? What's going on? You got questions? Let us know. Let us know. Um, we're making some changes. We're not ready to announce them quite yet because we want to have a little more confirmation. But we're going to be making some changes Huge, amazing, Huge, amazing, awesome changes. Positive, amazing, amazing changes that will support you and support us as well. And so I think it'll be awesome. So we're getting ready to announce that soon. Also, I want to say that be looking for an email tomorrow. No, 27th. I don't even know what the, what's the day? <laughs> I say tomorrow like I know what the date is. It is actually January, no, that would be the 20th. Okay, 27th. The 27th, I look in your inbox. You will be getting an email from me um, to set up your 30-minute private session with me mm -hmm. or with me and E. So mm -hmm. if any of you, you're going to use this session for really anything Whatever. we want to use it for. We can just chat and talk and get to know each other. Um if you have any specific questions, bring those. If you, if it's centered around sexuality and relationship and love and that kind of thing, that's great. If you want E and I, make sure you notate that you want E to attend as well. And he's opened up his schedule a little bit to mm -hmm. accommodate these as well. And then you can just ask him questions, maybe about sexual nutrition. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'd be happy to answer those. You know? Yeah. Um, movement, anything that is in his wheelhouse specifically, or if you just want him there with us, yeah, that's well, cool we can too. Just chat. We can talk about ethical non-monogamy, whatever you want to talk about. Yep. It's basically your time. So be looking for that. Uh, anything else that we need to... No, because you won't let me tell them about the exciting stuff, so I don't have anything... <laughs> not yet it's all i'm working on so it's all, I, all I i'm thinking about that's all you're working on right now but just know that we're going to announce that very very soon probably within the next two weeks so be on the lookout for that uh, make sure you're checking all the update areas i'm not sure how that's gonna change ah, i want to say it but i can't say it so anyway we're gonna be updating you soon mm -hmm. again Thank you so much for being here. If you have any questions, I want to know how you're doing. I want to know where you're stuck. I want to know where you're making progress. Like, 
I want to help you truly live an orgasmic life. I really want to help you step into what that looks like for you. And I give you a lot of information and I know it can be a little overwhelming. Holy shit. Do I know it can be overwhelming? I mean, I know what it was like for me to go through it. And sometimes I was like, "Uh, uh." so take little bite-sized pieces and just do what you can. And just keep taking one step forward and I know you're going to get there. And I'm here to support you. E is here to mm-hmm. support you. We're both here for you. Reach out if you are stuck. If you want to celebrate because that's huge. Mm-hmm. Oh, we love hearing from people going, love. oh, my God, I did this. and It was amazing. Love that. The biggest one for me, and there's been a lot. I mean, I can't even. But talking about orgasms. Um. I worked with a woman. She had never had one before in her life. Mm-hmm. She didn't even, like, what do I, I don't know. I don't know. And now she not only has them, but she has multiple types. And that to me, like, I just get tingles when we talk about living an orgasmic life and being orgasmic. Like, for her, that wholly rocked her world. Like, whole mm-hmm. body rocking, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to see you get there, too. And I want to see you expand even further out than that. I mean, it's unlimited, the possibilities for yourself. It's what you create for yourself. So really, truly, tap into us. We're mm-hmm. here. Tap, 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 tap. Oh, you and your tap song. I know. That's totally going to be one of the women. songs coming up yeah, because sure. I heard that and I was like, yeah. So <sighs> keep breathing, keep practicing, and reach out and say hi. Until next time. Hugs from my heart to yours. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Puregasmic Love Podcast. And I look forward to teasing your ear holes in the next one. If you want our perspective on a question or a thought you may have and want us to integrate it into our conversation, please submit it at podcast at puregasmiclove.com. And you can discover much more at puregasmiclove.com. Until next time, orgasmic hugs from my heart to yours.